Hello and welcome to the 83rd episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Are you ready to go? Flag. How do you spell flag, by the way? Flag? If I say flag quickly, just quickly, normally, with a normal intonation, how do you spell it? F-L-A-G, right? Flag. I was thinking about the word flag because I was thinking about the famous department store that used to exist in Chicago. It kind of makes me sad to think that that flagship store disappeared. Please repeat, the flagship store disappeared. What am I talking about? The flagship store? Well, let's take a look at this word flagship, first of all. Flagship, two words. You can see two words there, the word flag and the word ship. It's one word. You combine those two. The word flagship is used to define the best part of a group of things or the, the largest part or the most important part of a group of things. And in this case, we're talking about many stores, many department stores. So there was a department store called Marshall Fields that used to exist. It no longer exists. But Marshall Fields used to be a department store that existed in the United States. And the most important store, the flagship store, was in Chicago. And it was a beautiful building. It still is a beautiful building very pretty. However, it was bought out by Macy's in the year 2006. Please repeat, the company was bought out by Macy's. The company was bought out by. It was bought out by Macy's. What does to buy out mean? By the way, in business, we use this term a lot, to buy a company out. The company was bought out, or we are going to buy them out. Well, to buy somebody out or to buy a company out means to buy the share or the interest of the company. It refers to an investment transaction where the ownership of a company or the majority part of a company is acquired. So if you buy somebody out, you acquire the majority of the company uh, as part of an investment transaction usually. And we have the noun, a buyout. The phrasal verb, of course, consists of two words, to buy out, and we separate it. You can separate that phrasal verb. We bought them out, and that means that we did a buyout, which is one word, a buyout. So, so far we have seen the word flagship. We have seen the phrasal verb to buy out. We have seen the noun a buyout. And so I was talking about this word flagship because I started talking about the word flag. Flag. Have you ever seen a flag at half-mast? Please repeat. Have you ever seen a flag at half-mast? Think about this pandemic, for example. Or think about when there is a tragedy. Many times a city or a state or a country will fly the flag at half-mast. So flying the flag at half-mast refers to flying the flag below the top of the pole. To demonstrate that there has been a tragedy, sometimes it's done out of respect. And keep in mind that we use the verb to fly a flag. So if we say that the flag is flying at half-mast, it means that the flag is flying at about the 50% point, the halfway point, of the pole, flagpole. What about to flag somebody down? Have you ever flagged anybody down? To flag somebody down, there's a cool phrasal verb as well. What does it mean? You've probably done it. You have probably flagged somebody down before. To flag somebody down is to make the driver of a vehicle stop by waving at them. Hey, 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 please stop. Please stop. Stop the car, please. When would you flag somebody down? How about if you are on the highway and you have a problem with your car? 
Let's say your car breaks down and you need to flag somebody down. You need to ask somebody for help. What's a red flag, by the way? A red flag. A red flag is the signal of danger. Like, let's say if a company is audited, they audit your company and they discover a couple red flags, it might refer to the fact that you are not complying with certain security measures. Yes, we saw that you don't have any fire extinguishers in your office. Well, the fact that we don't have any fire extinguishers in the office has raised a couple red flags, or it has raised a red flag. So we usually use the verb to raise. A situation or an incident that raises a red flag means that that situation is a signal of danger or a warning. Blood pressure. Let's say you have your blood pressure checked and the results are negative. In other words, you have high blood pressure. Well, that's definitely a red flag. High blood pressure is a red flag for potential problems. It's a red flag for maybe a heart attack or other health problems. And as I mentioned before, we use the verb to fly with the word flag, to fly a flag. When do you fly flags? It reminds me of the holiday in the United States. It's June 14th, every summer. Every summer, that's not true. Every spring, because technically June 14th is still spring. Uh, in the United States, we have Flag Day. And Flag Day is celebrated every year when you fly the flag. You simply fly the flag in front of your house, if you choose to. And that is a celebration of the adoption of the flag, which took place in 1777. So every June 14th, many Americans will choose to fly the flag. Now, what about to fly a kite? I laugh when I hear this because it's an expression, right? If you tell somebody to go fly a kite, <laughs> you are telling them to go away. Go away. Oh, go fly a kite. Stop bothering me. Stop interfering in my business. Go fly a kite. And of course, this is not literal. It's figurative. So yeah, if somebody tells you to go fly a kite, they are telling you to stop bothering them or to go away or etc. Be careful with that expression when you use it simply because it's kind of rude, right? Ah, go fly a kite. Flying kites also makes me think of my neighbor when I was a kid. Our neighbor would make us kites. He literally would make kites for us, homemade kites. He would take wood and paper and string and he would make these really cool kites and we would fly kites as kids. And they were very cool because they were homemade and we would fly these kites in the wind, which was very simple because I'm from the Windy City. In Chicago, we have a lot of wind. And so we would take the kite and that ball of string. Remember, a kite is connected by string. And so you have your ball of string that we would use for flying the kite. The problem was, typically, as kids, we would get that ball of string tied in knots. How do you spell knot, by the way? K-N-O-T. A knot usually refers to when a piece of string or a shoelace gets tied in a certain way where you can't tie it. It gets tangled and twisted into these knots. And a lot of times when we would fly these kites, the ball of string would get tied in knots. Also, the word knot, K-N-O-T, refers to the speed of a boat. It refers to a measurement of speed for boats. One nautical mile per hour is a knot, K-N-O-T. 
And speaking of strings and kites, some of you may be familiar with the song called Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite. Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite. One of my favorite songs from the Beatles album called Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which was released back in 1967. It's an interesting story, actually. John Lennon wrote that song, and his inspiration came from a circus poster that he saw in an antique shop while he was taking a break filming his promotional film for Strawberry Fields Forever back in 1967. Kite, Mr. Kite, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. And speaking of string, there's a great expression in English, to string somebody along. Please repeat, she is stringing me along. She is stringing me along. What does to string somebody along mean? It's insincerely showing interest in someone. Or it's when you falsely encourage somebody to believe that there is going to be a good result. Let's say you are going out with somebody and you really like this person and the other person really doesn't like you but they want to be with you for whatever reason. They are stringing you along. They are making you feel that you are important when they really don't think you are. To string somebody along. We have taken a a look at a lot of different words and expressions primarily related to the word flag. But please go back and review this podcast. Imitate me when I ask you to, and imitate me when I don't ask you to. You will improve your speaking and your pronunciation that way as well. Thanks again for tuning in to the 83rd episode of Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.